Welcome back to the Real Talk with Sam series podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I aspire to inspire and motivate you into becoming the best version of you that there is and for you to see God's very best for your life. Some amazing Real Talk awaits. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to yet another fine episode of Real Talk with Sam series. Thank y'all so much for the support for the last episode series that we just wrapped up. Oh, man, we've so we just dived way deep into pandemic survival. Um, Honestly, with the ongoing pandemic and us not knowing or having any idea or inclination of when it's going to be over, Um, naturally I wanted to keep going, but I really felt the need to bring back a, or bring a second edition of a, uh, another series, um, the first episode series that we did on the podcast. And for those of you who are just joining us, um, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for dropping by. We appreciate it. And I hope that anything that you gain out of whatever episode you are tuning into other than this one. Um, that you will gain some insights, some knowledge, some tips, very much needed tips that you need. I hope that it is helpful and I hope that you will share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones um, so that they can get helped as well in the areas that they need um, some assistance. That's what this podcast is for. It's for assistance, is, is, for, is to be a resource for you um, to refer to with whatever you are needing, needing or addressing. So we thank you for your support. We thank you for being here with us. And we're going to dive on in. So um, so what we're going to do is we're going to bring back the episode series entitled The Purity Journey. Now, the original episode series was entitled The Purity Journey. For those of you who don't know, The Purity Journey, The Unspoken Battles of Singleness. And where I basically dive deep into my singleness and my experience in that regard. But I'm going to bring back a little bit of my testimony for those of you who haven't listened to that episode series yet. Um, I encourage you to do so because we we dropped a whole lot of gems in there. But um, for this, for for the second edition of the Purity Journey, there's a slightly different title, and it's a, and I'm gonna warn you ahead of time, just as a disclaimer, it's gonna be very direct. It's gonna be very very direct. So some of this language is probably not for small ears, and then again, it is for small ears because it serves as a warning um, and teaching ahead of time so that they don't have to go through the same experiences that I'm sure a lot of us have gone through, myself included. So this is going to be a little bit, not even a little bit, it's going to be very direct. So this new edition for the Purity Journey is called the Purity Journey Porn Edition. That's that's the title. So from now on for the next, I'm going to say about two, maybe three months, that's going to be the title. And of course, whatever specific subtopic we're talking about obviously it'll be in the title as well so we're going to talk about pornography we're going to talk about porn it's not a secret even though it operates in the dark so to speak um for most of us who have had experiences with pornography either being exposed to it at an early age or um utilizing it for entertainment or whatever or maybe you've maybe you know somebody who has acted in porn But we're going to talk about all of that today Um, from the perspective of a someone who is walking in Christ, somebody who is 
um, walking in, in singleness in a, in a pure way, the way that I was originally, um, or, uh, designed to, for lack of a better way to say it. Um, and for those of you who are single, for those of you who are married and, and, and encounter porn in some way, shape or form, I highly recommend that you listen to this. So before I even dive into what I have for today, I want to, like I was telling you, share a little bit of my testimony so that you have a better idea of where I'm coming from. Because this is, we're going to, we're going to take the sheet off of porn on this podcast. So my experience is this. Number one, um, I am a 24-year-old female from New York. Um, I have been single for quite a while, for several years. Um, when I was 18 and when I entered college, I made a decision. <laughs> I made a decision. I said, okay, I'm in college. You know, I, I got my, 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 my priorities straight. At least I thought I had my priorities straight. I said, you know what? High school, I sacrificed. I I sacrificed all my time, strictly dedicated it to my craft in music and vocal performance and performances and this and that and preparing for college. And now that I'm in college and my GPA was eh, it was all right. It it was passing. So I was good. I said, okay, I got like a B minus GPA so I can now have a boyfriend. I felt like, you know, with my newfound independence as an 18 year old woman at the time, I said, okay, I can handle it. So here's what I did. I went on social media, downloaded some some games, you know, and um, in a very short period of time, found a couple of uh, male acquaintances. I'll put it that way. And I decided to converse with them and try to find, you know, somebody I could hang out with, somebody that I could that could be a, a good candidate for boyfriend at the time. So let me just pause right there i want y'all to understand where i truly was emotionally at the time because what i was telling myself what i was trying to convince myself is that i could handle it i was emotionally well-rounded i was mature da, 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 but that was not the case at all in fact where i was was broken emotionally scarred i had some traumatic experiences that i didn't address I was in a new environment, so it was exciting and it was new and I wanted to experience all that it had to offer. So I bought into the facade of, okay, I'm grown now. I have no skills. I have no job. I have no nothing, but I can handle a relationship. I can sustain a relationship. What? <laughs> like, oh my goodness gracious. Oh, I could, I, I really wish I could go back. That's one age I wish I could go back and tell my, and, and really you know redo but but like I always say with even the things that I cringe at the memory of it had to happen because I wouldn't have learned what I learned today without that experience so I don't regret it anyway back to the story so I I just wanted to give y'all an idea of where I was mentally physically spiritually emotionally all of that so long story short I found a guy that I was very fond of and because I had never experienced a um, anything beyond a crush, because in, in high school I had, a, I had a couple of crushes on one guy that was in, um, in my everyday life and another who was barely in my everyday life who was popular, 
So I was like, okay, well, I can't really express my emotions right now. So, but now that I'm in college, I can. So I found somebody who I was, I grew very fond of. I could relate to on in some, in some, you know, on some levels. Like we shared the same uh, likes for movies, like Disney movies, and we shared the same uh, mindset in in certain areas, certain ideologies. You know, there were there was some cohesiveness there but when it came down to our spiritual beliefs that's where we were polar opposite so and i shared this um i shared this uh, in the the previous episode series of the purity journey so to make a long story short we were not the right fit for each other and um at the time i was not willing to accept that but i was willing to still go through with the relationship because i desperately did not want to be alone and I was willing to sacrifice everything that I had built up to that point, the potential that I had. I was willing to kind of sacrifice it. And on top of that, I was experiencing sexual feelings and I wanted to have sex. And I wasn't all on, I wasn't completely on board with the celibacy thing. I was teeter-tottering back and forth because on one hand, like with my morals and my values, I said, okay, well, waiting was something that my parents had pitched to me because they are preachers they are clergy and I was not a preacher at the time I said all right well I understand that they are concerned about my safety they are concerned about my future and so like I want to and I and I want to please my parents I, I want them to you know not have to worry about me so I said okay well okay waiting seems like the right way to go then and I didn't really have a tight, the tight-knit relationship with God that I have today. I did not have back then also. Keep that in mind. So I was like, all right. But when it came down to hormones, I was like, Ugh. I was like, I want to have sex. So that's when I was starting to teeter-totter. I was like, well, is it really worth it waiting? Like, like I really, I was like, I really think I could make this work. And I found a guy that I like. I think he's cool. I think he's smart. And we, we just, we, we do have a certain vibe going. And like, I could see like having a relationship for a long time. And I said, maybe I can have sex. Like that was pretty much my thought process. So I said, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I can get away with having sex, you know, maybe, just maybe. It was on my radar, I'll put it that way, because I wasn't all on board with waiting, and I wasn't all on board with having sex, because I was scared. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to y'all. I was scared to death, so I said I want to, but I don't want to, so let me just stop here and make this point. Being indecisive is very dangerous, especially when it comes to um, will, being so willing to put your values on the floor or or in the trash so to speak for somebody else so that you can sustain a relationship that's probably not for you in the first place so that's the first I didn't even intend to make that point but I'm gonna just throw it out there that's the first point I want to make being indecisive is very dangerous especially when it comes to your values never um never put your values on hold or never what's the word I'm looking for um give me a second it'll come to me um 
Never trade, there you go, never trade your values for somebody else for the sake of a relationship that's probably not for you. So anyway, but I was willing to do that at age 18. And um, and at that also at that age, I had several, uh, probably like maybe a few hundred, maybe a couple thousand hours worth of porn in my head at the time. Because he and he and I want to stop with with that story and 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 kind of go to to the story about how I came in and how I what my first porn encounter was because it was not at the age of eighteen it was not at the age of seventeen which I originally thought was actually no I, I knew it was it wasn't my first unintentional exposure to porn was at age twelve possibly actually was it i was about 11 or 12 between 11 and 12 was my first exposure to porn and uh, mind you i had no clue what the thing was i had no clue what was going on but this is how it happened in a nutshell i was going to the computer with the intention of doing my homework typed in but of course i was like i want to listen to a video that i wanted to listen to on youtube or something I, i don't even remember what i was what i was typing in but i typed in tube and it ended up leading me to a a porn website because somebody didn't clear the browser history on my computer so I knew it I knew it had to have only been one person I'm not gonna throw them under the bus on the podcast but um long story short ended up t- it ended up taking me to a porn website I saw parts I saw I saw a penis and a vagina and I was like whoa I said what in the world I said I I literally I never clicked the x button so fast I typed I like in panic mode I pressed so many buttons. I said, escape, escape, escape. I said, I don't want to see. I'm like, what did I just see? It was horrifying to me at the time. Mind you, 12, at 12 and 13 years old, I, I developed late, sexually speaking. Because usually 12 and 13 year olds, like their hormones, like, like their bodies start changing and their homo- hormones start kicking in. That was not my experience. Like I didn't really start having sexual feelings until I was about 15, 16 that's me so i i don't know i can't explain it to you i can't give you scientific reasons why i don't know i'm just telling you what my what my experience was so that was my first encounter with porn and at the time i find it i found it horrifying and disgusting i remember having a conversation with my friends in high school about it and my first time seeing it because the the topic was on the table one of my friends was talking about her and her cousin and her cousin was like watching porn or something like that and and I, tr- I decided to tune into the conversation by telling them what my first exposure was. It really didn't go much from there. It was, that was just it. And so they basically pitched the idea that, you know, porn was actually like beautiful and all of that stuff. And I did not agree with them. But at a certain, but because that seed was planted around 17, I said, you know what, let me check this out. Let me me see what. Let me see. My my curiosity had gotten the best of me, and I said, and I decided to use you know my phone and 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 search porn, like just see what what was going on, what what the hype was about, so so to speak. So I was like, okay, so I did that, and it only took about a few videos for me to start enjoying it. So I said, okay, well, this isn't so bad. It was entertaining, but it started to get really bad, and I started to notice that I was addicted to it when 
I would literally sacrifice my sleep to watch hours of porn and experience and for the sole purpose of experiencing the feelings that I was not able to express in high school. I had just begun to feel these sexual feelings. I didn't understand it. That very little of it was explained to me and everything and and when it was explained, I was basically told that, you know, it's you can't express them, so don't even think about it, don't even bother having sex, da da da. Like the conversation was so negative. It wasn't saying that look, I understand what you're going through and blah blah blah. Some of it was thrown in there, but at the same time it wasn't. So I couldn't I, I had no room to express my desires, my, my carnal desires except through porn. I felt that that was my only way out, my only escape. So I found myself in, 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 in wrapped in porn. I, I felt that it was like, okay, this, this is an okay thing. Like it's, it's not a big deal. It's not the same thing as having sex. So I watched it for like out, for hours and hours and hours and hours every day, especially when I had time off. And I watch it at night, barely get any sleep wake up tired and I mind you I already had like rehearsals and classes and things like that to do and it it started to get out of control nobody knew this by the way this was all all me nobody knew parents didn't know brother didn't know actually my brother wasn't even there but my um, my parents had no idea that this was going on so long story short, I carried that, that new exposure of porn with me at 17. I graduated high school, come into college, and porn is further encouraged, but in a, in a way where, like, the, the people there, like, said, like, look, porn is not real, but it, it's not bad. Like, that's basically, like, the overall message was, porn. keep in mind, porn is not real, but it's it's a thing and not and you're in college so like don't feel bad if you watch it and blah blah blah. and I was like okay and this is where the idea of masturbation was also presented so about maybe a week or not even a week maybe like a month or two later I combined the thing those two things together so that's basically my um how how that went down for me now when i started to learn the spiritual ramifications of watching porn and the actual harmful effects that it has on both women and men i was like oh no nah, bro i was like i made a huge mistake wait a minute but at that time but but when when i realized is when the light bulb finally went off in my head I was like, oh, I was like, how am I going to get out of this? Like, I'm so far deep in the hole right now. I said, God, I don't don't know. Like, I've been doing this for years and I don't know if I can stop. And like, how how is this? I I want I want to stop. I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to sacrifice my body. I don't want to sin against my own body. I don't want to do this. But how? Like, how is this going to happen? But and this is the second point that I want to tell you. Anytime you submit your problems to God whether it be strongholds, just a, just a situation, trial, tribulation, whatever, when you submit your problems to God, when you submit something that you want to change, something that he is correcting you on, and you tell him, God, I acknowledge this correction, so what do I do about it now? I don't want to displease you. I want to please you. I want to obey you, so what do I do? 
So God will give you the strength and the wherewith to combat that stronghold, that problem, that trial, whatever, that obstacle. So I'd be lying to y'all if I said that that my healing from from pornography took place overnight. I am still healing from it, but God has given me the strength to stay away from it for the past eight months. So at this at this very moment, I'm about let's see. I stopped in June of last year. So I'm sorry. It's been about ten months. I didn't even know. I, I had to count back. Okay, so. Actually, no, let let me put it this way. In a few days from today, it'll be 10 months, about roughly 10 months that I have been pornography free. I haven't watched a single pornography video. Now, there have been accidents where, like on social media, people have tried to forward me porn videos and I clicked that bad boy off. I didn't watch it. And when I tell y'all, I was so proud of myself. Every time that happens, every time... That temptation comes at my door and I click it off. I block the person. I am so proud of myself because of the strength that God gave me to overcome that. So I am living proof. I am a living testimony that you can, if you are, if you are a person that's found yourself addicted to porn for some, for so long and you're tired of it and you don't want to do it anymore. I'm telling you, I'm a living witness that you can stop watching porn. You can. When you made it up in your mind and you said, God, I need your help. Those two things, that's all God needs. That is all God needs. And he will help you. He will help you. Why? Because he helped me and he's no respecter of person. And I say that with the utmost confidence because I know it to be true. So that is my experience with both with with porn, how, how that came about in my life. So now I want to actually give y'all some actual tools and 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 things to ponder on for yourself if you if you find yourself in this position okay and if you are a person that's on the, that is on the fence where I was when I was 18 or 17 18 if you find yourself on the fence I want you to take what I'm about what I've already said to you what I've already shared with you and what I'm about to share with you into consideration in your lifestyle if you are looking to walk with God walk do your walk in Christ legitimately not halfway, not not riding the fence. I want you to take these things into consideration. Number one, well, actually, this is number three at this point. But um, when I think of porn, porn is my definition of an exploitation of a sacred act. So what is that sacred act? Sacred, what I mean by that is sexual activity, period. And all its specific different kinds of things that that are expressed between two people and in some cases and in some cultures more than two people but that that's another topic for another day but sex is a sacred act because it was designed by god for his people not only to be in relationship with one another but in the case of having an intimate relate being being able to experience an intimate relationship with one another where a man and a woman can express their physical emotional and spiritual vulnerabilities in a way that gives each other pleasure that gives each other security and release. Now, you can take the release however far your mind wants to take it because there are different types of release. But again, we're going to dive into that later on in the series. So if you have been with us for a while and you've tuned into the original uh, Purity Journey series, uh, like I was telling you about earlier, we are going to talk about 
the terminology. Um, we, I'm sorry, we are going to we are going to talk about a lot of terminology and context. We'll be talking about what we will be talking about may sound familiar to some of you, but for some of you, this may sound brand new. And no matter where you find yourself, that's both fine because we're going. If you haven't joined us before, we were gonna, we're still going to kind of touch on it, but we're also going to add to it. Okay, so. This is something that may sound familiar because I did say this before in the previous series. Sex is a good thing. Okay? Sex is a good thing. It is not a bad thing. God created it. It was his idea. And it's created for a lot of things that I just went over. And like we just said, one of them is enjoyment. It is a beautiful thing. It becomes bad, however when it is perverted somehow by someone or something and porn or pornography exploits sex and exposes the intimacy that was originally meant and designed for the couple itself therefore it perverts it because it's not supposed it's supposed to be strictly for those two people to express their intimacy and whatever and their feelings for each other it is not for other people's eyes now, now I, I teeter-totter back and forth with this because in, I don't know if y'all know this, but in, in cultures, in, in um, generations and generations, ago, I'm talking about ancient times, what they would do is when it came down to a man and woman getting married, um, first of all, if you, if, you, if you were a woman and lost your virginity before you got married, that's a big no-no. But, <laughs> but, um, but as proof, what they would do is after the ceremony and they would, you know, consummate the relationship there were people in the room while the man and the woman were woman were having sex just to see if she bled or not and if she bled she was in good standing they gave they gave their blessings peace be with you blah 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 they get their behinds out the room <laughs> okay but if it, they, if she didn't bleed then some questions were, were, were going to be asked and, and some accusations and things of that nature so I was like, well, well what is this? So like this, this might have been the starter point right here. I don't know. So with that, I, I'm going to have to get back to you all on that because I don't know if that's where porn started or whatever. But I'm, I'm going to do some more research on that. But at, at any rate, pornography perverts sex in so many different ways, which, we'll, which we will explore through this series. I'm going to give you all some research. I'm going to give you all some actual studies that have been done about pornography and its effect on our physical minds. We're not even going to, we're, we're going to start with physical. We're not even going to touch on spiritual until after we cover the physical. Okay. Now, so I've shared with y'all my, my testimony about porn addiction and I've been addicted to porn since age 17. And just recently last year, God has delivered me from that. So but if you want to hear my full testimony, go ahead and stop this or after this, rather after this episode, I want you to go back to the purity journey, unspoken battles of singleness, because in that series, we put because in this series, we're putting the main focus on exposing pornography for what it actually is. But if you want to hear like my whole story about singleness, I did share a, a big piece of it with y'all. But if you want to hear the whole thing, then go back to um, unspoken battles of singleness. But for the porn edition. Y'all, get ready. Hold on to your hat because it's going to be a lot of information. But 
it has to be seen it has to be exposed and on my watch is going to be brought to light because it has to be so many people including myself have suffered in the dark because of this topic and because of the i'm gonna just put it out there because of the church's lack of wanting to talk about this topic with the younger generation my generation and because of that so many people have suffered because they did not know and people who had the knowledge or they just didn't know or they didn't know the knowledge themselves didn't no one no one created a safe space and church should be one of those safe spaces where sex is discussed because then and they're the very ones who who start pointing the finger when people have sex outside of marriage because they don't value themselves when they have unwanted pregnancies when they have uh, stds transferred there's a disconnect in the church and i'm so happy and grateful to god that it's finally being brought to light because i'm not the first person to talk about this because there are some leaders who have um some mainstream some not so mainstream but the point is the topic is finally being discussed and on my watch it's going to be discussed here because i want the younger generation coming up who will probably encounter this at some point to know what it is what the ramifications are and if they still choose to do it like just know that this is what you're in for all right so i love y'all very much thank you so much for tuning in thank you for being brave and <laughs> tuning in because you couldn't have because uh, i know you saw this title so um i want to thank you for being open enough to listen to this with an open mind an open heart and understand what this is and how this can affect you how this can affect your family generations to come all right so love y'all much thank you for your support and tune in to the announcements that are shortly coming up love y'all and i will see y'all on the next episode of real talk with sam series love y'all much be productive be blessed and continue to be safe Hey you, thank you so much for stopping by to tune into RTWS. We hope that you found today's message uplifting, empowering, and you've learned something new. Let us know what you think by leaving a review for us on any major podcast platform or head over to our website at theofficialrtws.com to have your comments featured on the front page. While you're there, drop by our merchandise store to get premium podcast gear. Join our VIP subscriber list to get 10% off your first order and find out how to secure a 25% lifetime discount to apply to any order as an RTWS ambassador. Just send us an email straight from the website and we will get back to you. We will see you on the next episode.